the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff, management, or ownership of this station. The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Saturday morning. Welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka. We're talking savings, investments, and your retirement. As always, on the Max Out Savings Show. Uh, our show is all about savings and investing and building up wealth. Our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the, that's the key to building up wealth over the long term. Save aggressively, invest conservatively. Uh, and we, we, you want to start out with a uh, with a, a program. Look, this, this is the start of the new year. Uh, if you haven't bumped up your savings rate, uh, you should be at least 10% plus the company match. We have lots of, of clients who uh, they're saving 15, in some cases, 20%. I remember one time we had someone that was saving uh, 25%. He called up the show. So what, 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 that, what, what, what that tells us is, is, is that you can save money, you can build up wealth. I mean, when we first started the show, people were really excited that because there was no other shows talking about saving money, building up wealth. It, in, and that, that's, that's what the show is about. So, so at least have a plan. It may, it, in, in most plans, it, this isn't rocket science. You've got to keep it as simple as possible. If, it, it, you know, if you're launching a rocket, you've got to plan for every little initiative, every little thing that happens uh, along the way. Uh, the, the problem with complex plans is if you've got a big organization like NASA or, the, or SpaceX, they work pretty well. If, if it's just you, it, a, a, plan, a, com, a very complex plan is very hard to follow over the long term. So by keeping it simple, by just putting away, setting your rate at least 10% plus the company match, and then it, uh, every paycheck your money comes out, and you don't have to worry about it, and you can spend as much money as you want after that. That that's going to get you where you need to be for retirement. So uh, here we are. Uh, we've got a new administration in in the Biden administration, and I, I think the world has really radically changed uh, this this last twelve months. We I, I think have been probably the most radical changes in the United States uh, since. Yeah, I think probably World War Two. I mean. Uh, we're working from home. Uh, we're uh, more often we're remote remote learning. Uh, we, we we've got we're dealing with the coronavirus. Uh, we're dealing with record low interest rates, the lowest interest rates in history. Uh, we're dealing with massive budget deficits. Uh, the, the budget deficits have 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 skyrocketed. Uh, we're dealing with with a technology changing at a very rapid pace. We're dealing with the new administration. We're, we're, you know, nobody ever thought we would we would hear about purges or or kicking people off the internet because of their political views. I mean, uh, 30, 40 years ago, I mean, both sides of the of the of the of the political spectrum would have gone to the mat for something for free speech, and now all of a sudden, one side wants to eliminate free speech. Uh, but, you know, there, some, some of the things that are coming out out, out of out of some of the Democrats are, you know, are frightening. I mean, in a genuine way. I mean, you know, I mean, you heard a lot about Trump uh, being a Nazi and everything, but we went through four years, and quite frankly, there wasn't that many really bad things he did, uh, and. Uh, 
uh, you know, where this administration's in there for one week, and and and, and there's talk of, of 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 removing Trump supporters' kids from their family. I mean, it, it, uh, purging them from the internet, re-education camp. I mean, uh, I, you know, I it, it, it's starting to look after about the. You know the the Saigon after the fall. Uh, you know when the when the North Vietnamese came in, and and that's disturbing to a lot of people. And, and quite frankly, it's disturbing to most Democrats that, that these, some of these radicals are, are there. So I think we'll work through this, but I think it's important to stand up and understand. Uh, stand up for your rights. Stand up for our country. Stand up for our constitution. This is the United States of America. It's not communist China. It, it you know, it, and we need to make sure. That we don't let it become communist China. I mean, the, the, the rhetoric, uh, you know, 25,000 troops in Washington, D.C. was, you know, it started to look like democracy from the barrel of a gun. And that's not what you want to see. And what people don't understand is it's not the 74 million uh, it's, uh, Trump supporters that, 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 that they really should be worrying about. Those people are, are hardworking, honest, uh, you know, American citizens that believe in the Constitution. There are Hundreds of millions of people around the world are beginning to doubt the United States and what they're seeing, and so it's not just it's not just the you know 74 million people that have been deluded by Fox News. There are hundreds of millions of people around the world that are really wondering what is going on in the United States of America. We've got to straighten our country up. We've got to pull together, and and I think that's important. And uh, and and we and we have to really there's got to be pushback on both sides from some of these radicals. That, that seek to, to reorder the United States of America into some type of of, of place that you, you don't normally see anywhere except uh, communist or socialist countries and radical communist or radical socialist countries, not even moderate social. I mean, and so so these are some concerns. So we get some questions. Why is the market going up, Ted? Well, the answer is pretty simple. When you flood the world with money, when you flood the United States with money, I mean, quite frankly, they could have installed a communist government and the market would go up. If, 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 you're, if you're running the type of budget deficits and the, pumping money in like the Federal Reserve is doing. I mean, I'm going to repeat that. The country could have, could, have, could have converted to a communist country and the market would still go up. And you go, why would that be? Well, you know, people free market. No, right now. The Federal Reserve has removed price discovery and basically pushed up the stock markets. I mean, it's not me saying this. It, it, the, the biggest investors, the smartest investors in the world are all voicing concern about what's going on at the Federal Reserve. Let me, let me quote you some numbers here. The, the, the balance sheet at the Federal Reserve uh, during World War II – now, keep in mind, World War II, the, the nation was in peril. We were under attack. We had been attacked by the Japanese. Uh, okay. That, and it was bad. We lost, you know, wiped out half our Navy. You know, I, I don't know, hundreds or thousands of people were killed in that thing. It wasn't like, uh, you know, a couple thousand uh, Republicans going or Trump supporters going in the Capitol and a few people pushed their way in and the rest of them are taking selfies in the rotunda. No, this was there were people, dead people all over the place. Our military was wiped out on, on the, in the Pacific and we were in danger. And we didn't know if we were going to be invaded on, on the West Coast by the Japanese. OK, so we were in trouble at that point in time. And, and during World War Two, the deficit got a world uh, Fed balance. sheet got up to about 11 percent of GDP. It, that was from close to zero. Uh, before that, in, in the late 30s, it was about two or three, four percent, about three percent. Uh, our budget deficits, we had to spend a lot of money. We had to rearm. We had to rebuild the country. We were to reorder it. Instead of making cars, we had to make tanks and, and things like that. Uh, we, th th that all costs money. Um, our, our budget deficits went up to 26 percent uh, of GDP, 26, 27, about 27 percent, give or take, of GDP. Uh, from from four uh, percent during the depression, the depression it only went up to about five percent of GDP. The Great Depression, our budget deficits were only five percent of GDP. So, so where are we today? Well, here we are with the coronavirus, and uh, we have half the country shut down on on the north. The blue states and the red states are open. Our, our budget deficits, and we include the one point nine trillion dollars. Uh, okay, it's, it, it, over the last 12 months, you're looking at 34% of GDP, which is extraordinary. I mean, this is extraordinary. Now, that, that's probably a year and a half or something, but that, 
That is extraordinary. That is higher than World War II. That is, we're talking six times the budget deficits that we saw during the Great Depression when we had 20-something percent percent of the people out of work in the United States of America. So this is what all this money is pouring into the system. And and, and so what we're dealing with is is a situation where where's this money going to go? It's going in the stock market and pushing stock prices up. Not a lot of it is going down to the to, to the public, we're, we're trying. We're doing the the uh, this did twelve hundred dollar check came out, and before that, there was was another twelve hundred dollar check. I think uh, uh, under Trump, I think that was the amount. Uh, so they're trying to push the money down. We did the same thing in '08, but not nearly to the extent. Uh, in '08, it, the the it was about a ten percent, uh, in about twenty five percent. It, but all that money went into the stock markets in, and the rich got rich. But the but but we had this massive. Uh, expansion of, of, of between the rich and the poor. They're trying to push some of the money down. We need to understand in this country, you cannot keep helping out Wall Street and bailing out Wall Street every time there's a recession. Yeah, and, and, and it, it, it's, it's causing wealth disparities that, that, that are quite frankly becoming a deep concern across all spectrums in the United States of America. And, and, and so this is something we're going to have to deal with. But understand, the market's going up because all this money has been poured into it. The 34% deficit, uh, when, if, assuming we pass the $1.9 trillion second uh, stimulus program. This is, keep in mind, four weeks ago we passed, four or five weeks we passed a $900 billion, almost a trillion dollar, another package here. So this is going to be the battle going forward. Uh, what have we seen during that time frame? The dollar's falling. The dollar's falling, uh, conti- has continued to fall. Uh, during that time, because people are getting nervous here. Uh, again, it's not just Americans that, that are watching this. It's all over the world. Everybody looks up to the United States of America. I mean, that's the, you know, the, the good thing, and also it's a sad thing. That's what's happening because there's concern out there. So, so looking out uh, going forward, uh, I think people are starting the dollars falling because there's concern about what's going on in the United States about their spending. Now, you say, Ted, well, look. Everyone's spending money around the world. That's not exactly the case. If, if you look at it, and these are some numbers, I think, without the $1.9 trillion uh, number that, that's in there. But if you look at it, uh, the U.S. is about 25% of, of uh, 24% of GDP so far. Uh, this is COVID emergency spending. Uh, Japan was second in only 17% or so. Uh, Australia about 14%, and then France and and uh, Canada and Germany. France and Canada about 11% or so. Uh, Germany about 8%. So uh, Germany is is spent almost it, looking at that uh, pretty darn close to a third of what we're spending. Uh, again, so we're spending much more than every other country in the world right now. And we and quite frankly, our 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 mark, our uh, our economy is much more open than most of the others. So we've really spent an enormous amount of money uh, in here, much more than the people in the rest of the world. This is why the dollar has fallen. And, and, and so what we're going to see going forward is we're seeing inflation in, in financial assets. Uh, I, I, and I, I think I'm going to talk about some of the changes that are going to happen after this, but this is causing inflation in the market. Right now, we've got a very, very, very expensive market, an extremely frothy market, and we're really becoming concerned, uh, particularly in the last week, of really what that this has kind of gotten out of control, and you want to be a little cautious in here. So we're going to, we're going to expand upon where do we go from here, what do we look for uh, with, your, with your retirement uh, after this quick break right here on the Max Out Savings Show. The Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioca is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioca will return after these messages. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. 
Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Saving Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. I'm Ted Gioka, and we're talking savings, investments, and your retirement here on the Max Out Savings Show. Uh, if you give it, have any questions, you can always give us a call at 713-339-1070. That's 713-339-1070, uh, and ask a question. The uh, looking, looking out uh, from here going forward, wh- where do we go from here? And what what we're seeing is uh, what we're seeing is is the uh, is a situation where uh, where hey Nick the what we're seeing is 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 a situ is is a situation where the where the we have a little technical difficulty with the thing. It's still locked up. Okay. So anyway, I, I'm sorry, but but what we're seeing here is is a situation where look, we got a, a, a large amount of money has been pumped into the economy. It's made its way into the financial markets. We've had a big move up. So so asset prices are very high. It, it, uh, we see it's not just stocks. It's Bitcoin. It's precious metals. It, it's it's asset. It, it's in, bonds are at record low rates. And and so so. What we're seeing there is okay. That's good. The, the uh, when we had a little freeze in the camera, so we're working on that. Uh, the but what we're, we're looking at is is the the S, this money has all come into the economy. It's it, it's a global bubble from this huge amount of, as we just talked about record deficits. Uh, Twenty five percent so far. We're spending more. We're spending. Twice what many of twice what France, uh, more than twice what France, Canada, Germany, uh, uh, all these countries are spending, and, uh, and, and and so so this money has found its way into the markets. Now that's good in, in a way. And earnings are coming up here. The market is very expensive. Now a couple of things are going to happen. The the, the the economy is going to start re accelerating. Our target is is late March, April, you're going to see a real acceleration in this economy. People are going to get their shots. They're going to be traveling all all over the place. They're going to want to do something. They're going to want to be back at the office. And and, and so so, so the economy is reopening up. The the savings rate has gone up dramatically, and people have money saved aside. So when the economy reopens, it's going to to go up. Well, that's going to push a lot of pressure on interest rates because, in all fairness, a number most people projecting over five percent growth rate this year. Uh, some are projecting six percent or more uh, GDP growth 
for for the uh, third quarter, which which would be you know more of the summertime. And these are big numbers. So the question has to be asked: Why do you have interest rates at zero if if the inter- if if you've got a, a you know a growth rate of over five percent, which you likely could get? And, and I think this this is this is going to put pressure on the markets. And so. Uh, this is also going to cause inflation. So the inflation is going to come up. This is going to put more pressure to push up interest rates, and it's going to also cause the the markets to uh, the uh, the economy to go up as well. But the, the inflation is going to be put pressure on stock prices. The higher interest rates are going to put pressure on stock prices. We've just recently, over the last couple of weeks, we've seen the ten-year bond uh, break out above one percent. That was a real red line in the sand. For, for for most investors out there, and and so I'm pulling up the chart on that, but but that's broken out. The ten year is is a warning sign that that the market's going up. Starting at the beginning of the year, it broke out over one percent. So rates are starting to go up already. So this the higher rates are going to put pressure on the stock market. The higher inflation is going to put pressure on the stock market. In addition, there's going to be a lot of pressure to to increase taxes uh, across the board. And, and right now, much of, them, much of the United States of the working people are suffering in this country. It's very hard to increase taxes on them. The taxes are going to be on the wealthier people, and particularly corporations. I think the easiest tax rate is on corporations. I mean, we have corporations, the big tech companies are making a fortune out there. They're, they're censoring Republicans. They're, they're removing them from their social platforms. Uh, we have woke corporations like Nike desecrating the American flag. And quite frankly, most Americans are getting pretty fed up with corporations telling them what to do, sticking them into critical race thinking classes and telling them they're all a bunch of racists. And, 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 and that is turning the concert, the Republicans that tended to be big backers of corporate America against them. And so I, and so when next time it comes up for a tax increase on corporate America, I don't, there's going to be much fewer people willing to support them anymore. Uh, and so I think the combination of higher taxes, higher inflation, and higher interest rates, and then they're going to have to look at, the, at what really these companies can earn in the future. And very high valuations make the market. I'd be a little cautious. Look, this market can go up another 10% in the next three weeks. But the problem is this thing is extremely frothy, and, and you better get closer to the door right now till we get an idea what's going to happen. Because something has fundamentally changed out there. And what that is is – We've got a new administration coming in, the Biden administration, and what we're dealing with. It, look, they made it really clear they're going to raise taxes. They made it really clear they're not going to be as well. I won't. They, they, clearly, they're in the pocket of corporate America, but but there's going to be pressure to raise taxes, and they're going to have to raise taxes on them. If you're not in the the preferred group in corporate America, if if you're in the auto auto industry, for instance, you're making gasoline cars. If you're the energy industry, if if you if you're in some industry that 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 uses carbon, you're in trouble. Okay, those big carbon using companies, they're they're going to have to move overseas to some other country eventually. So. So there's a good portion of the United States, of, of corporate America that's kind of in the in the sights of the Biden administration that wants to quote defund them. They've got a bunch of BlackRock people they put in the administration. BlackRock, the, the big fund managers, is very anti oil and gas, uh, in very anti oil and gas states as well because because they think the, the biggest threat to to to, to the world is climate change and they've all bought into this 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 routine at over at uh at BlackRock and they're now in the administration. We talked about this yeah, a year ago. We warned you what was happening with Larry Fink with BlackRock, the big fund manager, how they're trying to defund the energy business. And they drove Exxon uh the the oil companies down to rock bottom levels. Hopefully you listened to us back in uh, October when we said this historic time to purchase the oil and gas sector. And so ESG is the big thing, which is your environmental, social, and governance issues. But that, again, those aren't positive for corporate America because those, those things tend to be high, they tend to cost money. They tend not to be big profit making exercises. And so that's going to further pressure corporate profits. So, so I, I think, I think things are fundamentally changing out there. And, and, and so how do you do? We've got the new Biden administration. What do you do from here? 
Well, we know it's going to be higher taxes. We know a lot of environmental stuff. I'm not even going to get into the social issues, which, I mean, evidently they're going to eliminate the definition of a man and woman. I, you know, we'll probably have our Bibles, you know, uh, confiscated and they're going to come back with new Bibles that are rewritten somehow to, to make this, you know, uh, I'm just waiting for them to declare Jesus an enemy of the state, uh, you know, due to his beliefs. But, but and that, that's a concern. Right? I mean, it's a joke, but it, it, it's a real concern out there among Christians. But, but, so where? So what do you do in this situation? And I think, look, I think you've got to understand the world has changed. Uh, I, I think you've got to understand uh, taxes are going to go up. It's going to become more expensive in this country. It and and. Uh, it's not just taxes, the environmental stuff. There's going to be all types of rules and regulations to further. They're not going to ban fracking. What they're going to do is going to make fracking very expensive. They're going to, they, one of the first things he signed was he, he eliminated uh, leasing of, on federal lands, including offshore. I mean, it's the first thing he did. And so they're going to try to pass rules on it in, 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 because they don't want people using oil and gas. Uh, but that's going to make the cost of, of your driving go. They, they're already talking, right? They, they want to raise the gasoline tax. Of course, the, they don't want – understand, the, the Biden administration does not want oil and gas. Uh, you don't, they don't want you going to the gas station down on I-45 and buying uh, gasoline for $1.99 a gallon. That is a disaster for the uh, – they want that gasoline to be $4 a gallon. I personally, I drive a diesel. I drive diesels. And uh, or mostly diesels, and uh, have a diesel SUV. I have a diesel pickup truck, it, but because they get better gas mileage. But but they 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 want everybody converting to electric cars. So so the way they do it is they make gasoline more expensive. They they raise the cost of it. And it's going to be uh, fees on the uh, taxes on the gasoline for quote the highway fund or whatever. But but that, that these all go back down to the middle class. It's going to be other fees, and there's going to be carbon tax. The other thing you want to watch out for is carbon tax. They're going to put carbon taxes on things, which means however much carbon, there's going to be a tax on it. it, it, it you know, it, the Europeans have a VAT tax, value-added tax. They're going to have a carbon tax here. And again, it, it, look, it's not Bill Gates. It's not it, it's not Mark Zuckerberg. They don't give. They, you can make gas. A hundred dollars a gallon. They could care less that you know these people have more money than they can ever spend in a hundred lifetimes, and, and it doesn't affect them. But people that are driving around, people that are working for a living, people that have to get out and do things, that's going to be very. It, 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 they're going to struggle with this issue. So you want to understand. You want to become more efficient, and you want to avoid getting near the government. You want to stay away from the government as much as possible. You want to avoid them. You want to avoid paying the taxes. Going forward, taxes are going to go up on the wealthy. So you're going to have to have more tax shelters, more ways to uh, to minimize taxes. Eventually, if you want to take a look at, uh, at municipal bonds. Right now, the rates are so low, it's hard to justify. But eventually, those rates are going to go up to municipal bonds. It's going to go like it was 30 years ago or so 30, 40 years ago, tax shelters are going to come back in vogue, right? tax shelters where, where you can shelter your income. Having assets that, that can shelter income is going to become more important. Saving money. If you can put away uh, you know, $25,000 in your 401k, you want to do that because, again, you want to keep minimizing the taxes. You want to get yourself underneath those high break points in income where the taxes are going to jump up. The people that are going to target the most are most likely going to be people making over $300,000 a year, or I, I, I'll say over 250000 And so you want to make – even the two hundred are going to get you. So you want to figure out ways to keep your income underneath that by sheltering your income. This is going to go back like the 80s where, 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 every, where, where people with doctors would do these ridiculous deals. I mean, rail car deals. There was stock – there was uh, uh, investments in, uh, you know, all types of property – uh, there, there was equipment deals. I mean, the equipment deals. You 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 invest fifty thousand dollars and you get to get to take down two hundred thousand dollars in deductions or some ridiculous thing because they levered it up. You're going to see more of those type of things going forward. You, you're going to have to plan. Uh, Estate uh, taxes are going to go up. You know, people forget right now. What is it? Eleven point seven million uh, dollar exemption per person on the state. You go, hey, this is great. That's you know twenty seven million. I'm, no. 
those go away in 2025. So you're going to have to plan more for a state as well. That you can see the back uh, a little past was it 2001, 2003, somewhere like that. Uh, th- those tax rates were were actually uh, better here somewhere, but those ta- it was a million, a little over a million dollars a piece. So you want to do more estate planning. You're going to have to do estate planning. You've got to protect your assets. There, there is a bullseye on the wealthy people in this country, and, and they cannot raise enough taxes by tax uh, by taxing uh, Mark Zuckerberg, uh, Bill Gates, and uh, Jeff Bezos. There's not enough money out there, so they're going to have to work down the structure, the, the structure in the United States, the the, the 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 income structure to lower and lower levels, and that, that's what we're going to be looking at here. So, so tax planning in the future. And uh, one of one of the areas uh, there was a story out the other day. You know who the, the the biggest owner of farmland is in the United States? Bill Gates. Now, listeners of the show know we have been big proponents of farmland, far, investing in the farm sector. We we've invested a lot of money for our clients in the farm sector. Done real well. I've uh, invested uh, personally in farmland uh, because I think. I, I think it's an opportunity. It, 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 it's always amazed me. I've talked on this show and, and, and told my friends, I said, look, you don't want the ranch in South Texas because the land, there's not enough water. I mean, yeah, it's good deer hunting, but in Texas, it's really unique. We pay up huge money for, for property that has deer on it, but but they don't pay up for farmland here. It, and farmland was an opportunity. Farmland is a much better – you've got much better tax deductions in farmland you know, or, or on a farm or a, a ranch where there's farming. You get better tax deductions. You, you've got more ways to, 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 to get income. You can you can get income through subsidies. You can get you, – you, you grow the crops. You make money. There's also subsidies involved. And so when the Chinese came in and uh, – and, uh, with 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 the uh, the, boy, the boycotting of the farm goods, the Trump administration put subsidies in place, and so we got a check. And so there's different ways, but the farmland is produces income better than 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 ranch land or particularly hunting property. And and so I I think this is something that Texans, for whatever reason, have not quite figured out. But Bill Gates, Bill Gates has he has 240,000 acres of uh, 47,000 acres of farmland. Most interestingly, uh, he's got 69,000 in Louisiana, almost 70,000 acres, and 47,000 in Arkansas. Those are the two biggest places. Why does he have it there? Arkansas, Louisiana. Why not in? uh, Why not up in Illinois, uh, Iowa? They got much better farmland up there. Two things: water, and it's further south, which means you've got longer growing seasons. So if we get cold, you know, keep in mind they're all talking about global warming. Well, if there's such global warming, then the land up in Illinois and Iowa would be better. But if you're going to get global cooling or cold snaps come in, then then the southern land is going to become more valuable. The other, the main reason really is probably water. Arkansas is a pretty wet place, land of 10,000 lakes or whatever it is up there. Uh, there's a lot of water in Arkansas. There's a lot of rivers in Arkansas. You've got access to river to river water. You can take some out of the river. Same thing with Louisiana. A lot of rain uh, down there. A lot of rivers. You can, so you've got access to water. That's what Bill Gates is looking at. Bill Gates is getting land in the south with access to water. And, and, and so this is something you should keep an eye on, too. Uh, and, and so... And, you know, Bill Gates is not the largest landowner in the, in the country. That goes to, to John Malone. Now, John Malone has more big cattle ranches and things, and, and, and so it's a little different different aspect. But, but again, other thing with farmland, there's, there's the ag exemption. So take a look at how much a, a, a $700,000 house, how much you pay in taxes here, you know, it's probably twelve thousand dollars or something. If you get seven hundred thousand dollars worth of farmland, it could be a thousand fifteen hundred dollars. Again, the, it, it, uh, tax savings, subsidies, income, growth over the long term. Food shortages in the future. They're going to be growing the food here. They'll have the ability to do that. You look out the next twenty years or so. There's going to be droughts because many places around the world they're irrigating. They're going to run out of water. They're already starting to run out of water in the in the plain in the high country up in uh, the Panhandle of Texas, 
in a situation is materially worse elsewhere in the world. They're draining the aquifers. And as that happens, the farmland with the access to water is going to be the place to be. So again, Bill Gates is positioning himself. Low taxes, farmland growth. Uh, it, it, it also, inflation comes in. You're protected with farmland. That, you know, he, he, he avoid the government's helping you out. They're not trying to tax you into oblivion with farms. So you should use the same thing in a smaller way. And, this, and so avoiding taxes in the future is going to become more and more important because of that. And one of the ways you do it, if it, look, you're like, Ted, look, I'm not Bill Gates. I can't afford much. Well, put away more into your 401k plans, your retirement plans. They can't get every dime you put in. They can't touch it on taxes. Yeah, they can eventually tax it when you get out, but they're not going to be after you when you've retired in and at a much lower tax break. So that is going to be more important in the future because taxes are going to go up. Tell you what, we're going to take a quick break and be right back right here on the Max Up Savings Show. If you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Savings Show now at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Saving Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. But we'll get there eventually. We're talking about some of the big changes happening in the world today here in the Max Out Savings Show. And by the way, if you've got any questions or comments, uh, you can call us at 713-339-1070. Uh, also, if you haven't signed up for our free Max Out Savings Report, this goes out about once a, once a month. And uh, talk about everything from saving investments to uh, the new changes to the RMD, uh, now 72 and a half, uh, how to handle sudden wealth, uh, what's happened with the market. We were looking at uh, back in January, January of last year, we were writing virus. No one even knew what it was at the time. So go to the website, maxoutsavings.com, and sign up for the free report. Okay, do we have a, a call, Eddie? Yeah, we have Tom on the line. Oh, hello. Hello, Tom. Hello, good morning, Ted. Hey, I wanted to follow up about your comments about farmland. I thought that was very intriguing and really something I hadn't heard you talk about before. Uh, Although I I have read the article, or I did see an article about Gates owning so much farmland, and uh, it's very interesting to hear you be talking about it. So I guess my question is, I am not a farmer. 
I have no idea how to be a farmer. So as far as investing in farmland for, for you know, neophytes like us, I mean, what, you know, any more specifics you can say about how you would actually invest in farmland? Uh, listening to you talk, I guess the thing in the back of my mind was, gee, I wonder if there's any, like, REITs out there instead of investing in malls and apartments, uh, any REITs that invest in farmland. So any any more details you can give for, for just regular folks? That, uh, I'm very intrigued by your comments about farmland. Yeah, there's actually. Yeah, you know, I've got a. I, let me see if I can dig up the name of of the Austra, uh, of the. There's an Argentinian uh, 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 farmland company that uh, that's out there. And let me see if I can get that Crisol uh, uh, or something like that. Uh, well, I'll try to get it before the end of the show. And so, uh, but uh, that that's one of them. Uh, the the uh, Plum Creek Timber is Timberland. Uh, that that's another one. Uh, the, the other one, uh, okay, as far as farm, look, you don't need to be a farmer. If you can get like, you need a certain size acreage, I would say a minimum of 50 acres if it's good, good, good cropland or bottomland or, or, or blackland, uh, then you can get a farmer to farm it. And most of these farmers need a thousand acres or more to get size so they can farm. The next to us, the guy's got a 600 and Fifty thousand dollar cotton picker, yeah, on, on his, and and we don't really have crops. We we've got uh, pecans on ours, but uh, orchards. And, and but the they, they you're talking size, you're talking expensive equipment on that. So you need size, but 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 the farmers are happy to take on additional acreage because the bigger, more size they have, the more they can spread their cost out. And so you can go to, if you've got good farmland, you can go to the farmer. You got to check kind of the area and go look. Hey, what would you do? What type of split would you give us on the farmland on, on the acreage? And that includes you want to make sure you you get any percentages of the subsidies as well that come in. And then you've got to register the, through the Farm Bureau. Uh, to, you know what your crop is, and 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 they'll help you out. There's there's an ag agent in every county that can help you out. But but I think what a lot of people don't realize is you, you can own the. You don't need to do the farming. Uh, but if you've got good acreage and it's surprise, this stuff doesn't sell. It tends to be cheaper. It's surprisingly people pay up big numbers for for land that there's a bunch of deer on and 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 and, and some you know uh, cover a lot of ground cover, but they they won't pay up. Uh, I think the better value in Texas is the farmland, personally. And I think it's going to start going up. No, that's why I called. I mean, listening to you talk, I mean, everything you said uh, made sense about farmland. I'm sitting there thinking, well, gee, how do you really go and invest in farmland? You mentioned a couple companies like Argentina. I mean, is that Argentine, uh, farmland in Argentina, or most of this is uh, you know, it's farmland in the U.S.? Uh, if you Google Argentine uh, farming company, it should come up. Uh, it's CR something is the symbol, and uh, on that and and but but that that's a good way to go. Uh, oh, the Cortiva, uh, we may, we own that. Uh, they, they they're in uh, seed production, pesticides. There, there's other companies out there that that are in in the business. Uh, there's the you know the irrigation companies. Uh, there's a lot of ways to do it, but it's just fascinating. To your point, most people don't think about farmland in Texas, uh, but it's a pretty good way to go. There's a huge blackland strip of farmland that, that it basically goes down the east side of I-35, almost from San Antonio, almost up to Fort Worth, good farmland. Wow. And then the river bottoms are all very, very good farmland. And, of course, you've got the, the big irrigated farms up in the panhandle. Uh, you've got to have long-term access to water, and that's the one thing you want. Or if you're along the coast, the, the belt along the coast has got very good farmland, and they get they get better rains down there. Yeah, well, everything you said made sense. It's just something I hadn't heard before, so I was very intrigued. Uh so that's uh, that's very interesting. I'll have to nose into that a little bit. Uh, very good input. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, that's a good question, Tom. That, yeah, that's and, and Bill Gates is the largest, forty-four thousand acres of farmland, and, and, and he's not buying. Interesting thing, he's not buying in Illinois. He's not buying in Iowa. He's he's buying in Louisiana and uh, in Arkansas. By the way, that land is cheaper. That good farmland in, in Illinois. Uh, in Iowa, that can go for eight thousand dollars an acre and up. You can buy that land down in farmland here a lot cheaper. And I think he's probably looking at that as well. Uh, but there's something to see. Uh, the, you know, the the looking at the markets again, we're seeing the commodities continue to break out, which is which is 
telegraphing inflation. You know, once this economy starts opening up, I think it's going to start opening up very quickly. We're already hearing the stories about, you know, now the uh, the virus are going to try to cut back on the numbers of, of rep, replication they do for the, the, the COVID testing, which should reduce the, the percentages of positive tests. The hospitalizations are already starting to drop. We've got millions of people already vaccinated. I think we'll probably have, I, I think within, we'll have 100 million people probably by the sometime in in the beginning of the second quarter, uh, you know, sometime in the second quarter. Uh, and a lot of people just don't, they're not interested in getting vaccinated. That's fine. Although it looks like, you know, they, you know they're trying to pressure everybody to do it. Uh, but, but it works out if a group doesn't want to get vaccinated, then the people that do can get vaccinated quicker. So this is helping us out right now. So look for the economy to accelerate. Uh, I, I think, again, for your retirement, we've got to start, we've been planning, you have to start inflation down the way, and you have to plan, look, what when this money starts drying up? Eventually the Fed, I mean, we've never ever in history of the United States seen the type of money printing we've seen in the last 12 months. And it's accelerating the money printing right now with another 1.2 trillion, 1.9 trillion. You've got to start planning for inflation in the future. Interest rates are near record lows, which means if you've got a bond portfolio and you're you're out on uh, long-term uh, government bonds or corporate bonds or municipals getting 2%, you're going to be in trouble. Right now, uh, inflation's get over getting close to over 2%, and the 10 years at 1.1%, 1.09%. That, 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 that's, that, that you're, that's a negative interest rates, which means you're losing money. Came across an interesting thing. I was going to do talk some on the on, on uh, RMDs, which keep in mind they go up to seventy two uh, this this year. Actually, last year. So you you don't have to take them out to your seventy two. But they're changing a little bit of the of, of the of the tax law. Uh, and, and what they came up with was is so. Uh, it's age 72 right now. The life expectancy at 70, the, the life expectancy tables, which means how, how much you have to take out every year. At, at 70, they figure you could live another 27 years. Think about that, 27 years. And, th- and then it's going to go up to 29. I, I, that might be at 72. I wasn't sure on that. But, but 29, either way, if it's 70 or 72, 29, this is what you have to understand for retirement. This is a very important point. The life expectancy right now is 27 years. It's going to go up to 29 years, uh, but that's at 70. It should be 70, actually. 29 years, 29.1 years. That's almost 30 years. At 70, you're going to have to, your money is going to have to keep you going at retirement, which means you're going to have to save a lot more money. People, when they retire, for some reason think, well, I got to retire another 10 years, I'll be dead. And then we'll, you know, no, you could live. 30 years. And, and if inflation comes up and you're living on Social Security and have an annuity and, and don't have any inflation-adjusted income or ability, you are in trouble in your toast. And this is why, going forward, inflation is starting to go up. People are living much longer. Fifty In the 1950s, most the retirement plans had bonds. The reason you had bonds was, well, people retired at 65 in 1950. They didn't live much past 70, 75, and that was it. Now people are living closer to 100. So you've got to plan for the very long term. This is why retirement planning is so important. And this is why, as we're starting to see these rumbles in inflation, as we talked about in case you just missed the show, beginning of the show, right now, our uh, our budget deficit is 34% of GDP is what's projected due to the COVID virus. This is, you know, that that COVID is what the cost is going to be, it looks like. World War II, it was 28%. We're spending more than we did on World War II when the country was in danger. And we, we had another slide here talking about the what 25% uh, or approximately 24, 25% of GDP was what we're spending on COVID. Most countries are spending half of that. We're spending enormous amounts of money. This could be inflation. Hey, it could go back and the economy could sink back and inflation not be there. But inflation could spin out of control. It only takes about three years to do it. And if you've got to live 30 years, so it's so important to protect your assets over the long term uh, with with against inflation. The bigger danger is going to be inflation than deflation. If you get deflation, your your, your Social Security and, and different pension or whatever is going to be fine. But if you get a big inflation, 
it, it just does, it takes five years to really wipe you out. And if you can live 30 years, so, so I think going forward, uh, you're going to have to plan for the inflation. And the second thing is, I want to emphasize with the Biden administration, you're going to have to be much, much more tax efficient. Taxes are going up. They're going up for individuals. They're especially going up for corporations here. And, and, and so it's going to be more important as individuals to, to be much more tax efficient. People were this way in the 80s, doctors and lawyers. I mean, they were famous for – I mean, it, some back in the 80s, you would not believe some of the tax shelters. I, 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 it, it, it would be like – you know what was it? The the famous one that was a fraud was the the salad or olive oil or salad oil tanks that American Express invested in that there was nothing in. Yeah, back in the in the eighties, I mean they would do one ridiculous thing after another, tax schemes to avoid taxes. The same thing is going to start happening because taxes are going to go up. So you want to always think in your savings plan, what's the best way to save money? So if I put my money in my bank account to save money, I, I have to pay taxes. If I put it in my 401k, I'm not paying any taxes. I get a tax deduction. I put $10,000 in, I get a $10,000 tax deduction. So this is something to Anyway, we're coming up near the end of the show. Uh, if you haven't gone to our website, go sign up for our free Max Out Savings. If you need some help with retirement, I'd be happy to help you out. Just go to our website and you can request an appointment at Max Out Savings Advisors. Uh, we'll get you set up, and uh, I'll be happy. I'd like to meet you and you show you kind of take a look at retirement, show you Max Out Savings to help you protect them from inflation for their retirement in the future. Anyway, hope everyone has a great weekend. Our model is save aggressively. That's conservative. That's the key to building up wealth for the long term. This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka on AM 1070, The Answer. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to maxoutsavings.com to set up an appointment. That's maxoutsavings.com.